0: D.W. Africa Link. Conservation in Africa is deeply affected by foreign visitors and more importantly by foreign money. With tourism virtually gone due to an avalanche of travel restrictions and border closures, national parks and conservancies in underdeveloped rural areas suddenly find themselves with no income and often no choice but to resort to bushmeat or deforestation, Threatening a treasure for both current and future economies. This is a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. I'm Kainebe. Zimbabwe. The economy has not been in great shape for years, to put it mildly. But the Southern African country could always rely on a steady stream of visitors who came to see animals, go on hunting safaris, and spend nights in national parks. But that's over now. Dr. Emmanuel Fondira is the president of the Safari Operators Association of Zimbabwe and has worked in the tourism, conservation and safari industry for 25 years. He's never seen this sector in such a bad state. And for him, Zimbabwe's biggest draw card has effectively been taken out of the deck.
1: Tourists travel or the way to come uh, as far as uh, Zimbabwe for the simple reason that we are heavily endowed Uh, with our wildlife resource. Safari industry and conservation contributed uh, last year and in previous years close to uh, US 100 million US dollars for the industry and also contribute to more than 200,000 jobs.
0: Some rural areas in Zimbabwe are only suitable for wildlife resources and so are dependent on conservation programs.
1: Zimbabwe has allocated 26% of the land use uh, uh, into rural communities, which are exploited for the sake of wildlife utilization. The rural communities have been compromised greatly in terms of uh, loss of protein and food nutrition, which they normally get. The rural communities depend to a large degree in terms of infrastructural support uh, from wildlife utilization. About US 50 million is allocated towards um, rural uh, economic development, building of schools, hospitals, provision of water, sanitation, and uh, and the like. So, to a very large extent, all that has been decimated.
0: According to Fundira, the country has also seen a spike in human-wildlife conflict. In a country where 3 million people live close to wild animals and with conservation programs idling, he says it's becoming increasingly difficult to convince rural Zimbabweans to refrain from
1: killing wildlife. It means, again, uh, the, the the foot soldiers who who are in front, at the front line, who would naturally protect wildlife as they benefit from their livelihoods from it, are, are getting somewhat a bit uh, put in a corner between a, a rock and a hard place, in the sense that they are not being able now to understand how they can continuously uh, protect that wildlife when the same wildlife is now destroying their livestock.
0: One of the biggest fears is an increase in poaching for bushmeat. But it goes further than that. Illegal wildlife trade has been on the rise. The little pangolin, or scaly anteater, widely considered to be one of the most trafficked mammals in the world, is also the very animal that has come under scrutiny for possibly spreading the coronavirus to humans. Dan Challender is an Oxford University zoologist and specializes in illegal wildlife trade, and particularly pangolins. I asked him how the COVID-19
2: pandemic could play out for the little mammal. There's a potential positive to this, which is people that would otherwise consume pangolin uh, meat, pangolins that are traded illegally, sort of refrain from doing so because of fears that they might contract um, COVID-19. And that could be uh, beneficial if it means that, well, there's a reduction in um, harvesting incentives and a reduction in poaching of of pangolins as a result. But there is a flip side to it. And that's that people um, where pangolins exist in the wild start to associate pangolins with COVID-19 and are fearful of living in areas close to or with them. uh, And persecution rates increase because people don't want to have pangolins around or dispatch them when they go to the forest, for example. Um, And we know from other examples with um, civets, for example, following the SARS outbreak in the early 2000s, that um, persecution of civets increased after that SARS outbreak as a result uh, of, of, of fears of contracting disease from civets. The
0: erosion of wildlife protection and the growth of wildlife criminal syndicates is also concerning for regional bodies such as the African Wildlife Foundation. Here's CEO Sibunya.
3: That's our biggest worry is that if those folks don't get laid off, they don't get employment, the criminal syndicates are going to approach them and you're gonna see a spike in the bushmeat or poaching because people need to put food on the table. Still, he is optimistic. If we continue mismanaging natural resources, human species is going to be the most endangered species on this planet, as it is this week. I think the lions are not more endangered than humans this week because of COVID-19. Government's role is to ensure, for example, food security to the citizens of the countries. You cannot ensure food security in tropical countries without rain. We know where rain comes from. Therefore, governments need to ensure that they fund management and protection of forests.
0: In fact, Sibunya argues the pandemic has shown African governments just how important conservation
3: is. Now they can see when three million jobs in Kenya alone were switched off as when tourism stopped overnight. In Africa, 30 million people are out of job. This, now, this has elevated the discussion we need to have that conservation is a business. It's not, we, don't, we don't only do it for lions and elephants. It's a business. It contributes more than 8% to the GDP of many of, many of the countries where we work.
0: However, conservation and tourism come with a somewhat colonial hangover, both sectors are dominated by white people and white foreigners. That This is our
3: responsibility. We cannot delegate or leave it to foreigners. Or for, for Africans, we cannot leave it only white Africans. This is a sector that actually can be a good energy uh, for Africa's reliance. Because we, these are the resources that are so unique for, to Africa. Nobody has Because the reasons why Africans are not really so much, black Africans are not so much connected to wildlife. There is a history to that. And the history of conservation is that, frankly, is still dominated not only by white Africans, but also by white foreigners, including the tourism industry. Conservation, almost in its name, is
0: about preserving future resources. And across Africa, at least, it's about preserving a future money spinner. But right now, conservation's lifeblood, foreign travel, tourism, trophy hunting has been effectively closed off. Caught in the middle are Africa's iconic wild animals and the people who look after them. But without state or organized protection, their status is in jeopardy. This was a DW Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. This episode was produced by Asumta Latus and myself, Kanebe. Take care, please stay safe, and join us again next time.